Hey, it's Wayne Turner. We're live on Facebook. Just wanted to mention something to you right quick. I have a lot of people um, that wonder, you wonder oftentimes how do real estate agents get paid? So if you're a home buyer and you're buying a house and you wonder, well, how does a real estate agent get paid? Well, apparently they're on salary, right? Or, or they must be getting paid by the hour because there's such a large companies out there and we all know their names. We see these big big large brokerage firms but here is here's the breakdown in a, in a nutshell no real estate agents are paid salary they're all commission every single one of them are 100% commission so if you're working with a real estate agent that agent gets paid when you buy a house you don't buy a house they don't make any money and so here is how they make the money here's how they get paid when a they get paid by the listing brokerage company and so what happens is you have a real estate brokerage company that will list the property and let's just put it this way the real estate agent goes out who represents a company that works under their umbrella if you will um, Remax Century 21 Keller Williams Ladder and Bloom Turner real estate group so that commission is negotiated between that agent and, and that agent representing that real estate brokerage firm. It's negotiated, and once it's negotiated, then it's put in writing. They list the um, they list the property, put it on the market. The listing agreements have a beginning date and an end date because they have to show we have to show consumer that their property is going to be specifically marketed for a specific period of time. We do things a little bit different on the listing side that you're not locked in at any time. You can cancel your listing at any time. There's no cost, no obligation or anything like that. We don't send you a bill or try to get money for photos that we've taken or anything. We don't do any of that. Look, you hire me, you fire me. That's what it should be. Um, but when we list the property, the commission is negotiated between the homeowner and the agent. And then when the agent goes back to the office and puts the information on that property in the MLS and it goes into the, the realtor database and the MLS, they're one and the same. Once it's put in there, then we as real estate agents can see that the listing brokerage firm is offering to pay a, a portion and typically it's around a half of what, uh, let's just use for example, if you list a property for 6% and there's no standard rate set of commission. But let's just say that you list the property for 6%. Typically, you'll see anywhere from 25 to 3% to a co-op agent. So in other words, the listing brokerage firm says, hey, if you'll bring me a buyer for the home, then I'll share the commission that the seller's given me. And so that's how real estate agents get paid. When I list a property, if I list a home for 6% and I put it in the system and I say, okay, we're going to offer you 3% on the sale of this property if you bring a buyer now what that does is it allows for the homes to be sold quicker because there's so many agents and the average agent unfortunately in st tammany parish only sells about seven houses a year i know it's crazy but a lot of states are the same way it only takes about two weeks to get your real estate license in louisiana after you get your license you're at the mercy of the agencies and the brokers and the managers to teach and train and mold you and, and it's really frustrating as a broker 20 years in the business now that you get your real estate license and there's a lot of real estate brokerage firms that just they uh they say you're good to go
they don't even give you a pen or a piece of paper they charge you for everything it's pretty pretty crazy but that's their business model whatever works for them but most importantly not to get off subject but this is how real estate agents get paid they get paid by the listed brokerage company pays the buyer brokerage company and so the buyer brokerage company writes a check and pays them a portion of that commission now here's what happens if I'm a listed company, I say, all right, I'll give you 3% for bringing a buyer to my to my listing. If you bring a buyer, we negotiate that contract. I'm representing the seller. You're representing the buyer. Then 3% goes to your company and 3% goes to my company. After that, the company, these big companies, they have overhead just like anybody, any, any, any business. <clears throat> what they typically do is share a portion of that commission, and typically it's around 50 to 60% with their real estate agents and then and then so in other words just pretty much cut in half so to give you an idea if your real estate agent is working for you typically when you write the contract what they're going to earn their commission dollars what they're going to make is anywhere from around one to one and a half percent is what they'll make and then based on that one to one and a half percent that they get paid that's after the brokerage firms get paid and they get paid after that, they have to pay taxes on that money because every real estate agent is a 1099 self-employed independent contractor in the eyes of the Internal Revenue Service. So that means they pay their own taxes and they have their own expenses. The great thing about that is you get to write a lot of things off. You buy a pack of pens and paper and paper clips and all that good stuff, you can write it off. The flip side of that, of course, you can write everything off and you can't finance a paper clip, you know? So, to make a long story short you're looking at one to one and a half percent then you have to pay marketing advertising promotion your business business cards then you pay your taxes and that's why the average agent who sells six to seven houses a year literally nets about six thousand dollars a year and so you think well how in the world do people live well what it boils down to is it's it's the 80 20 rule we have 20 percent of the agents in any given market in any state making up 80% of the business so you can just kind of see um, the lion's share of the business is done by the small percentage of agents who are licensed who are full-time so anyway it's really important if you're out there looking at property I know buyers call on houses and, and sellers call on that image sellers need their home sold they need an agent who's going to get after it's going to do a good job it's going to promote and advertise their property and it's really important to interview agents. Make sure you hire a good agent, a full-time agent. On the buyer side, typically nobody ever tends to, they don't tend to interview an agent. They just call, hey, I like that house, let's call. I like that house, let's make a phone call. Let's call, let's go look at that one. And so oftentimes you end up buying the house, or let me say this, sometimes a buyer has the mindset that if I call, the listing broker that's got the sign in the yard I'll get a good deal I'll get a better deal but what happens it goes back to that that commission when the property's listed the commissions negotiated between the listing company and the homeowner and so there's typically no difference in commissions in what that homeowner is going to pay to that brokerage firm whether you call them directly or have an agent representing you and that's why it's always important to have a real estate agent represent you. There's nothing wrong with going to the brokerage company. Um, but what happens is this, in terms of a seller, 
it's kind of unfair from the from the seller's perspective because now you become what they call a dual agent in Louisiana and so it's kind of like going to divorce court with the same attorney and if you go to the divorce court with the same attorney you got to make sure you're pretty mutually you know it's it's working out but most people unfortunately go through a divorce and they're not really seeing eye to eye so each one of you have your own attorney now you can hire your own attorney just like you can hire and and, and have the agent that's that dual agent um, represent you and represent the seller and it still doesn't cost you anything as the buyer but you're not getting full representation keep that in mind and so that's why it's really important and that's why when we list properties at Turner Real Estate Group, I never default or become a dual agent. When I list property, I'm listing homes for my clients who are the sellers. If a buyer calls on one of our properties, that buyer is handed uh, and, and introduced to a real estate agent that's working within our office. So I'm not, I never personally am a dual agent. I don't wanna be, I have no desire to be. I wanna give my clients 100% of my time and my service on the listing end as their, as their listing broker. On the buyer end, you just want to make sure that you, you, you don't necessarily have to interview an agent, but you don't be afraid to ask them a certain couple of questions. Things like, how many years have you been in the business? How long have you been selling? How many homes have you sold? It's unfortunate that with real estate, you get your real estate license and then you learn by repetition. There's not a whole lot of education and knowledge out there. There may be an hour or two here or an hour or two there, but man, I'm telling you, nothing beats the, when the, the rubber meets the road is when you're physically doing those transactions. And we all have, you know, it's just like anything. The more you ride a bike, the better you get at it. The, the, the more you swim, the better you get at it. And repetition's a mother of learning. I heard that years ago. And so the same way with real estate. So it's, it's important to ask those questions. Okay, I'm a home buyer. I'm looking to buy a home. Um, I want to call the agent on the sign. There's nothing wrong with that, but just keep in mind that agent's not going to be a dual agent. They're not going to stop representing the seller. They're also going to be representing you and representing the seller. If you want an agent to represent you, it doesn't hurt to ask them questions. You're not going to offend a good agent. You're not going to offend a good agent. A good agent wants you to ask those questions. We at Turner Real Estate Group, we welcome those questions. We we want you to say, how many years have you been in the business? How long have you been selling? How many homes have you closed? In other words, what you're trying to get at is what's your experience? What's your knowledge? They're negotiating one of your largest assets. They need to know what the hell they're doing. Make sense? And so don't be afraid to ask those questions. At the end of the day, you just need somebody to let you in the house. I get it. But think about that before they sit down and write that nine-page contract to represent your best interest you got to make sure that they're familiar with negotiations they're familiar with with home warranties they're familiar with home inspections they're familiar with appraisals and banks and loans and mortgages and all that they know what's going on they know what a title policy is what it can do what it can't do what can hurt you what can hurt you so anyway once again interview your agent don't be afraid to go with somebody that you're comfortable with and um, most importantly, that you can trust. If you like them, typically you can trust them. So that's my quick live Facebook video. I'm gonna wrap it up. I hope, hope you've enjoyed it. If there's anything else that we can do 
to help you out there. If you're thinking about buying or selling a house, call us anytime, 985-626-1313 is our direct office line. The market is rolling. It's a beautiful sunny day, and we thank you for watching. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you. I'm Wayne Turner.